Come Home to You, and I Ask You to. Written by Oh Just Disarm Already. Read by God of Laundry Baskets. Chapter 4 Barry Taco shifted impatiently under the covers for about the fifth time in a minute, pulling them to lay evenly and then moving again. He huffed through his nose. He did his best not to fade into a waiting mode. Barry's brows furrowed as he stirred for the first time in five damn hours. Fucking humans and their sleep. Failure of evolution, really. Should have put some more thought into that design. Something twinged in his mind at the implied criticism, but he ignored it. Barry's breathing started up, and Taco knew he had him. Barreled, he sang. Wakey, wakey. Barry startled and scrambled backwards, hitting the wall pretty quick. Holy fuck, holy what the shit, he said. Enlightening. Taco laughed. Oh, that never gets old. Your face. Taco. Ah, the element of surprise was serving him well. Barry hadn't used his name for a while. What are you... What are you doing here? Why are you in my bed? Taco shrugged. Oh, you know, a while. You were talking about my sister in your sleep. Barry's face darkened immediately, and he fiddled with his blankets, glancing to the side and not meeting Taco's eyes in the fun way this time. I... no, I... um, I can explain... He stuttered, curling in on himself. Oh, this was just too easy. Oh, Loop! Taco lowered his voice to a gravelly approximation of Barry's. You're so beautiful. I want to touch your hair and bother your ears and look soulfully in your eyes and cry. Barry collected himself enough to scowl. That's not... Look, did you need something? No, you don't actually talk in your sleep. Actually, you're boring as fuck. Don't even move. I was dying here, Taco complained. A poor choice of words. Barry looked at the end table with his glasses, looked back at Taco, gauged the likelihood of being allowed to grab them, and began scooting to the foot of the bed, endearingly keeping himself wrapped in blankets. Taco shivered. His room was cold as shit. Right, Barry said. I'm, uh, gonna go get to work. In, uh, the, the lab. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna... Taco had a moment of concern that he'd been too much of an asshole. But this looked like normal Barry discomfort. The new normal, anyway, since the cat was out of the bag. He pinned Barry with a look. Not taking any of your bullshit today. Not Taco. No, sir. It's 4.30 in the morning, he told Barry. Barry gave him a vague smile. Actually, more of a grimace. A grin ace. Science, uh, waits for no man. So if I could just change clothes? He hinted. He started to get up and, 
that wouldn't do. Taco put him back on the bed. Barry flinched as he registered his new location, and yeah, Taco probably shouldn't do that again. He heard murmurs from his home world. Whatever. He spoke over them. So there. Sit the hell down, Barold. Loop ain't here to distract me with. We're gonna have a chat, you and I. Barry stared at him warily, glanced at the bedside table with his glasses and wand. Are you gonna kill me? he asked, with surprising evenness for a potential murder victim. What? What the fuck? Where did you even get that from? Taco said without evenness. Well, Barry asked, are you or aren't you? I'm not, Taco asked. This wasn't really where he thought the conversation would go. Why would I kill you now if I haven't before? I know what you are, Barry told him. Taco had an inkling of what Barry was, too. A dumbass. Apparently you don't. How the hell would killing Gloop's crush help her? he asked, because Barold apparently needed these things spelled out for him. Loop has a... Wait, no, I know what you are, Barry stressed. Gay, handsome, Taco guessed. Charming, delightful, a joy to be around. God damn it, talk Fuck! The thrall thing! We're talking about the fact that you're a sentient fucking thrall. You were there when I read my thesis. You know how I- Fuck! Taco! He exclaimed. His unnecessary breath was hard and short, and he was getting Gret in the face again. Nah, that was a loop at the thesis, Taco said. Barry put his head in his hands. I saw both of you, he said. I spent three days figuring out how you were even allowed in. Taco shrugged. We were interested. You used to do the same kind of research we do, sort of, close enough to help. If you'd taken the opposite stance, we'd have picked your brains about it afterwards. But I didn't, Barry said. But you didn't, Taco agreed. And wasn't that the bitch of the situation? They sat in silence for a hot minute, Barry contemplating, and Taco basking. He wasn't trying to run away. This was progress. Loop would be thrilled when she found out. Barry looked at him suddenly. The right thing to do would be to... He stopped himself. Kill me? Taco finished for himself when it became clear he was too busy wrestling his inner demons to finish the sentence. Put you to rest, Barry corrected. Taco shrugged. Potato, potato. It's what you wish someone would have done for you, right? Barry flinched, and Taco spared a moment for regret. That had probably been a bit too close to home. How did he know that? He demanded. You you can't possibly... Taco rolled his eyes. 
Sildar Hallwinter, the last survivor of the Hallwinter Massacre, and the new kid at school who really hates black-robed necromancy, tries to make it a healing art, they say, writing his thesis about a law for mercy-killing thralls. Wasn't a hard guess, my guy. Barry looked startled. Maybe he thought he was better at the whole secret identity thing than he really was. To be fair, most people weren't looking as close as Taco and Loop were. At least until they figured out he had no goddamn idea how he'd escaped his enthrallment. We didn't tell anyone, Taco says. I mean, Merle knows his shit, so he's probably got a good idea, but we didn't say anything. We'll keep calling you Barry until you tell us to stop. Thesis really gave you away, though. No one was quite as passionate about the mortals raising the dead as the living dead, after all. Shaking off whatever he was feeling about that, Barry forged ahead. See, this was why Taco liked the guy, willing to pursue what he thought was right endlessly. He wondered what it would have been like being assigned to Barry. Keeping a sentient being as a slave is wrong, Barry insisted. Maybe for you, Taco countered. What happened to your family was fucked right the hell up, no lie. Can't blame you if that one stings for a while. But I'm not undead, Barry. No one dragged me out of my grave. I am what I've always been. Barry shook his head. That's terrible, he said. That's what led me to loop, Taco said. He can't imagine a pain terrible enough that it wouldn't be worth meeting Loop at the end. The very first and only person to think that Taco was a person, too. Well, he thought about Magnus the other day in the kitchen. The pestering for trident lessons, the origami ducks waiting in a place of honor tucked away in his room. One of them he'd nicked with his weapon. One of them he'd stolen on a walk by both preventable if anyone had tried. Maybe Loop was one of two. It led to Loop being your new mistress, you mean, Barry said. You're no freer than you ever were. As long as you have a master, you will never be free. Well, that was uncalled for. If he weren't right, Taco thought he'd be hurt. As it was, all he could do was give the point to Barry. Maybe not he said, and Barry looked startled by his easy agreement. But Loop's different. She's the best. Barry made a frustrated sound. It doesn't matter who's pulling the strings if you're still a puppet. Harsh. It's the truth, Barry insisted. There's no freedom once you've been enthralled. It's the end. Like how you have no free will. Taco said, dry as the desert. Oh, right, you killed your master and a good chunk of your family if I'm not wrong. Barry flinched. Fuck. Taco needed to ask Loop about empathy next. People were so hard without it. Now he felt bad. Uh, not, uh, not that that's a bad thing. They're all, uh, free now, at rest. Great! He backtracked quickly. His ears flattened back in apology. I'm sure they're much happier. Not, just, not an option I want to pursue, thanks. Taco's good here, 
Barry blew out a hard breath through his nose. He rubbed his eyes. Shit, he hadn't meant to make him cry. I'm going to ignore all of what you just said, he said. Taku nodded. Wise choice. Except, can we keep the don't kill me part? I don't think you could, but I'd rather stay here for a while, he suggested. Actually, Barry definitely could kill him, if indirectly, as soon as he got to the outer verse. Barry frowned. I don't know what to do, Taco, he confessed. I wish you weren't... I don't want you to have suffered like... Taco nodded. Barry slumped miserably. You know Loop's trying to fix me up with free will, he tried quietly. He kind of wanted to try patting Barry's back, but Barry wasn't Loop. There was no guarantee he'd understand Taco's still awkward attempts at comfort. I'm sure she'd show you what's what if you wanted to check it out yourself before you decide how you feel. Both of us. We can show you what we've got. We've both thought about asking you for help before, but, uh, figured you'd shoot first, ask questions later and all. But we'd be, uh, it would be okay if you wanted to take a look. Barry, of all people, would know what this meant. Taco was willing to bet he'd never let anyone look at the spell animating him. Are you sure, Taco? He asked. I, knowing how I feel, you'd let me do that. Taco shrugged and didn't meet his eyes. I've been having people dig through me since I was made, he said. Take out the bits they don't like, add in what they do. Even Loop wants me to change. It'll be nice to have someone at the wheel who, you know, gets it. Just a no-mercy-kill, please. Barry smiled wryly. Never thought my undeath would be a bonding point, he said. And Taco laughed with him a little incredulously. Guess I never thought this world would make things like me, either. If, uh... This was probably too far. This was probably way too far. Barry was going to think he was weird and hate him forever and change his mind about putting him to rest. If you need help with anything, anchor in this world especially. I'm good at that. Or just, you know, someone who gets it if, uh... Barry smiled, put a cold hand on Taco's shoulder. Didn't bother heating it up like he usually did. No facsimile of life. I know, Taco. Me too. Whole Winter Family Slain a postal carrier was shocked this morning to arrive at a silent Hallwinter mansion. This warm family, all proud members of our community, has had a history of charitable giving and open house gathering, but perhaps they were too generous. On further investigation, a necromancer known as Darthus was found slain in their home surrounded by several members of the family with signs of raising in the study. It is believed that he came under the guise of a beggar and gained entry into the house before slaughtering his hosts in their sleep and raising their corpses for his own purposes. Only one is unaccounted for. Sladar Hallwinter, youngest son of Marion and Darius Hallwinter, is still reported missing. At this point, it is believed that the entire family was enthralled before Darius was defeated by an actor unknown at this point. Authorities are searching for this hero and for the remains of Sladar in nearby farms.
and asks that you check cellars or storehouses with outside access. Anyone with information on the missing people or the event is encouraged to come to the militia as soon as possible. The necromancer is confirmed dead and a lone operator, but please support one another and take care in these trying times. More on page 12. The End of Chapter 4